Hey, Purpose Claremont. I hope you guys are having a great Wednesday. Um, I wanted to share something that stood out to me from yesterday's reading out of Colossians, but let me pray as we jump in. God, again, we give you thanks for your word. We give you thanks for your presence in our life, and I pray that we would come to grow in our relationship with you, in our intimacy with you, and in our ability to decipher your voice as you lead us to will and to act according to your good pleasure. And so, God, I pray that you would speak to us today, um, convict and encourage and make us look like Jesus. We pray this in your name. Amen. So out of Colossians chapter 3, starting verse 12, it says this, Put on then as God's chosen ones. Isn't that beautiful? Just let that sink in. You are, you are chosen by God. You're not, you're not an accident. You didn't just get stuck with you because there's nobody else to pick. It's like you are picked. You are chosen by God. Um, Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved. Oh, there's the other part. Let that sink in. How does God see you? He chose you, and because he chose you, you are therefore holy. Oh, isn't that fantastic? When he sees you, he sees you as holy because he sees you in Christ. You are holy and you are beloved. Like he loves you to be loved. You are loved by God. So he says, put on then as God's holy chosen as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one is a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Now, here's the thing. Our standard for forgiveness is not each other. It is not about being a little bit more forgiving than the person next to you. It's not about being more forgiving than that person who's just done the horrific thing. At least you can out-forgive that person. It's not even striving to be as forgiving as the most forgiving person that you've ever met. Our standard for forgiveness is Jesus. Jesus, now when you picture Jesus' forgiveness, Jesus, while he walked the planet, while he's being crucified, in the midst of him being attached to a cross, he's begging the Father to forgive those who were crucifying while they were, while they were doing it to him. So while they're in the process of crucifying him, he begs the Father to forgive them. Friends, that's our standard. Our standard for forgiveness is Jesus. A lot of times what happens is, I'll forgive that person so long as they, and we kind of put a condition on it. Well, here's the thing that happens. Forgiveness, and I've said this before, I'll keep saying it because I truly believe it. And so if you've heard it, this is a reminder. Part of my job is to remind. The purpose of forgiveness is not, is not ultimately so the other person is, is uh, they feel better. You don't wait, we don't, I should say we, we don't extend forgiveness once the person asks us to. Rather, we are are called to uh, extend forgiveness when it happens. Like we forgive them. They say something that's off, off base. We forgive them. Why? Because God wants us free and no longer under the tyrannical bondage of a person, whether, especially those who will not ask for forgiveness because that's just who they are. He doesn't want us in bondage and controlled by them. He wants us free. He wants us to be free. And so I know that for some of you sitting there go, but Brian, if you knew, I know, and I, we could go through the stories of if, if I only knew what someone had done, I'm not telling you. I definitely am not saying, well, just forgive it and you should just get over it and stop being such a wuss. I would never say that. What I am trying to remind you of is this, that as long as you are unwilling to forgive, then you will constantly be in bondage to that person, whatever they did to you. It, it's, you will constantly be in bondage to them and that act and the bitterness that grows because of it. So forgiveness is really God's greatest gift to us. 
But the other reason as to why, why you should forgive them, it always comes back to the gospel. We forgive because we've been forgiven a great deal. It always comes back to that. I'm, I'm called to forgive because I've been forgiven a great deal. So I will forgive. And I, there are times I don't want to. Oh, I just want to hold on to the grudge. But, and there are times it is so hard to forgive. And that's when you say, God, I, I'm having such a hard time to forgive this person, but I know I'm supposed to. I want to forgive them so that I'm not held in bondage to them, but I want to forgive them as you forgave them, that Jesus is our standard. I finished a book and I highly recommend it. Um, it's called Victory Over the Darkness by Neil T. Anderson. It's been around for a while, um, but I reread it. I read the first time, I don't know, 25 years ago. And then I reread it. I just finished it uh, last week. And he says this about forgiveness. He says, the victim may say, I can't forgive these people. You don't know how bad they hurt me. The problem is they are still hurting you. How do you stop the pain? Forgiveness is what sets us free from the past. What is to be gained in forgiving is freedom. You don't heal in order to forgive. You forgive in order to heal. Forgiveness is to set a captive free and then to realize you were the captive. Guys, that is solid. That is good stuff. And for those that you've been hurt or you've been, you just can't forgive, my prayer for you is that, you would, that the Holy Spirit would begin to soften and to heal you in such a way that you can begin the process of healing so that you are no longer in bondage to the one who hurts you so badly. Friends, I love you. I love you more than you know. I hope you guys are hanging in there with everything, and we will talk soon. Take care.